looking good, Italian job. Feeling good, Tommy boy. How are you, my friend? Man, I'm great. Coming off a big week, but I want to hear about yours first. Palmetto 200 2022 is in the books. Tell me yep. how you did. I'll tell you what, our team finished in the top 10. I think we were number six in the top 10. And there were another four or five teams that were F3 that were in the top 15 or so. So the guys dominated, had a great time. Uh, the weather was pristine, was perfect. Um, it was just a great time. It was much less crowded than years past. Uh, the legs were just as difficult as they always are. Camaraderie was always top notch, as it always is. One of my favorite events, and this year I got smart, Tommy boy. I decided I was going to be the driver, and I <laughs> said, hey, I'll be the, uh, the emergency runner if, if needed. And about a quarter mile into an eight-mile leg, I got the phone call that said, lace them up, get ready. So, uh, so I, ran, I ran one of the later legs in the race, uh, in about an eight-miler. Felt great. Um, it was a great time. But see, nice. that pales in comparison to what you got to experience. Tell me about GTE 26 and the Eastern yeah. Fleet. Major FOMO, even though I was standing right there, but not being in the, in the trenches with the guys in the way that they were. However, uh, the best thing about Grow Ruck, you know, this is my third one to witness. Uh, first one to, to full on witness. I, I've, I've served in two prior every time. The bar gets raised and Eastern Fleet did not disappoint. Uh, they raised the bar exponentially. Uh, and, and I think it's just that one begets the next. So I'm excited. You know, Tennessee's coming up in April. Excited to see what those guys do. Um, it was it was outstanding to witness grow school. It was a lot of fun, probably more fun than should be allowed to partner up with Beauty and with Dark Helmet and really just bear witness to what those guys were after. Um which was to sharpen one another. And uh, the other exciting thing we got to witness was that we now have a handful of new cadre guys that have gone through cadre Academy, laced their boots up, led these guys as cadre in training and uh, were promoted now to cadre. So out of 50,000 plus men in the F3 nation, there's a small handful of guys that are trained and ready to, to help iron sharpen iron. Um, somebody asked me as we were downloading it here in Greensboro on Wednesday, you know, what is this cadre thing? What does that mean? And the best way I could explain it is, uh, cause we're, we're fortunate enough here in, in Greensboro to have cadre Akron. His job is to make guys think that they want to quit. And the other 91 men that were a part of GR 26 GTE 26, their job is to make sure that I don't quit. Um, uh, cause I'm right there next to you. So I'm excited for, for what's the, what's to come. As we talked about previously, Rapido's got a huge docket lined up for the year. There's a ton of new regions hosting this thing. So I, I just, it fires me up to see what guys are capable of way beyond their own expectations. Yep. So I know that you and I could talk all day about the, uh, the awesomeness of the men in F3 nation and what they accomplished when they put their head to it. If it's, miles under ruck or miles on, on pavement in Eastern South Carolina. But you and I are going to bring in a guest today that knows things that you and I don't know. And it has to do with kind of the behind the scenes in the comms world of how does data go from an input someplace and what kind of magic wizardry takes it to where it needs to be. And I'm honored to have a friend of mine, a close friend of mine. We call him White Hat, Eric Bryan, White Hat. So White Hat, welcome to the Stuff Worth Trying. 
we got to know how'd you get the name how long you've been doing f3 give us uh give us a little bit of the telltale signs of who you are and why are you here sir all right guys first of all thanks a lot for having me on uh, I'm, I'm a big fan um i haven't listened to every episode two or three times i'm, I'm not saying i haven't but I'm, i can't say that i have either um <laughs> but uh but yeah i've uh, been doing f3 coming up on five years now which is which is kind of surprising you know time flies when you're having fun and um, doing crazy stuff with with a bunch of crazy guys um so i got my name white hat um self eh so i had a friend that i kept trying to get to go to the gym with me and he's like well i heard about this f3 thing let's go to that and i was like all right never heard of it uh so we both show up um terribly terribly out of shape that first workout was was extremely um excruciating and painful and um i'm like i can't wait to do it again um but, <laughs> sounds about right yeah that's about right yeah i fit right in here uh there was a guy there named uh named goose and I started talking about how I do cybersecurity in the ever-growing, ever-booming field of cybersecurity. And he's like, hey, you know, the bad guys, they call those black hats. And they have the white hats that, that fight against those. Uh, so that name stuck, and I eat it up. You know, I'm glad to be, I think I'm one of a kind in the, in the nation with, uh, with that name. And I just embrace it, man. I, I just love it. I eat it up every minute. And I, I love telling people that, that that's my nickname and kind of sharing the story behind that. Now, uh, keeping, if, the, keeping the, the metaverse safe for the rest for the rest of us, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Now, yep. what what guys may not know, you are the same white hat that we've we've heard you featured on several podcasts and 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 seen some things that uh, have been out there. From your largest point to your smallest point through F three, how much weight have you lost from before you started F three to when you were really kicking it in F three? The, the the biggest drop was one hundred and seven pounds. Shut the front door. Outstanding, man. 107. Yep. Congratulations. TV, I want to see that jaw drop to the floor. Okay, gotta, we can yeah. pick it back up. Now. Yep, Incredible, yep, yep. isn't it? I mean, I know what it feels like to drop 55, but man, good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for you. That's a you huge go. investment in yourself and in your family. And man, that's just, that's spectacular. Well mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. And, and Very I, cool. I have F3 to thank for a lot of that. So, you know. Um, all, all the guys kind of pouring in to, to me and, and to this organization and stuff. And, you know, it's worked wonders for me. It, it's, it's definitely brought me into a, a good place. Um, if you guys remember uh, COT podcast two years ago in 2020, um, I had kidney cancer and had part of, part of my kidney removed back then. Um, and, and so just the, just the guys come around, the guys from Akron or was it Dayton, Akron? Uh, it was um, up, up there in Ohio. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was yep. Dayton. 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 Yep. Um, who just loved on me, who got my uh, information from Italian job, who thought he was super sneaky and asked me 50 questions about my favorite candy. And I'm like, this isn't suspicious at all, but let's roll with it. Um, so, <laughs> which was a really I'm cool sneaky. thing. Yep. And <laughs> just last week, uh, two days before the P200, I got news that um, they thought I had a lesion on my other kidney and it had shrunk in the past six months. So, you know, again, just praise the Lord big time on that. And you know, if I still weigh 300 pounds, I, I, I wouldn't be in as good a shape to, uh, to fight this, this condition I got. Yeah, no doubt. We're, we're in, whenever, whenever we're out doing a CSOP or out in the middle of the night doing something stupid, people ask, what are you training for? And our answer is always life, life, life. <laughs> cause, cause you never know. Mm-hmm, well right. done. Well, we brought you on the day under the auspices of, uh, you know, Hey, Talk to the stuff we're trying podcast audience as if we're all laymen's, but truth be told, as Italian job hinted at, uh, I'm an idiot when it comes to this stuff, but I'm always uh, in awe of what we can glean from it. As we've said before, we believe that what is meaningful should be measurable. 
And we're looking today at data, at PaxMiner, at these tools that are out there to gather and glean data from what's happening in our specific regions and how we can turn that into a growth model, how we can turn that into acceleration in our, in our regions and our community. Um, and I can't say anything more than that because I'll start sounding like an idiot. So we brought you on, so I sound less idiotic uh, to ask you a few things about that. <laughs> so let's just start this off in a broad base. What tool do you like to use when it comes to collecting data about what happens in the gloom? Mm -hmm. Well, let's start with the 50,000 foot um, was now snapshot. Uh, first taken over as ComsQ, we had our website, which is a WordPress. People would log in there and they would post their back blast. It was kind of, it was cumbersome. It was aggravating. You had to, when somebody new came along, you had to issue them a login and people just kind of hated doing it. So because it was so um, cumbersome, we found that not a lot of people would do it. You know, the people that did it, you know, you would see like the posting uh, numbers for backblast and some people, you know, 40, 50, and a lot of people with zero because it was just so cumbersome. I mean, just mm -hmm. to log in and, and to do it initially. Um, and so we wanted to, um, to get an easier method of, of saving that data. And so we moved over to Slack. We just found that um, we, we had Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram for a long time. You know, it's just so distracting. There's just so much right. going on in the world. And, you know, Facebook is, is designed specifically to, to, to suck you in and to keep you. And, 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 you know, we're like, we got to get away from that and kind of do our own thing. So we still maintain a presence out there, uh, but we moved over to Slack to have a focused method of communication so, so that we could, you know, talk to each other and only each other so that we could interact with the group without having to go on Facebook and, and having all these, these ads appear and news, news appear and all this stuff. And so we did that. And so we created a, a Slack workspace for us and uh, with the idea to get away from the other social media. And uh, I was happy with that. And it's like, yeah, we could just have a channel and people can like say, you know, we were here and we did this and we did this and, and it'll be easier uh, for them to do it. Well, then our Nantan, esteemed Nantan uh, catfish, uh, came up and said, you know, I found out about this guy in F3 St. Louis called Beaker, and he's got a, a backend database that we can use for this. And we can feed in um, the data from this. And, you know, the kind of the, the caveat there is the data has to be in a specific format, which mm -hmm. he provided. And um, we've demonstrated to the packs. And now we get, I guess we're about 80% participation with Backblast. But with somebody queuing and then them posting back, we're using about 80% participation. But the more participation you get, the, the better the data is that's going to come out of that. And I, I'm just stunned. So I worked with Beaker. I, I expected it to be a longer process, but it was maybe start to finish. God, 20 minutes. You, you, know, you, know, wow. you, you know, once we got him, you know, this is us. This is our region. This is our Slack workspace. And um, he just had all the, the knowledge and information on his end because he had done it numerous times already and this was a year ago so uh, there, there are probably um a bunch more regions on there now and so as you know a guy who you know is kind of in the technical um maybe a step or two above layman uh, it was uh, really easy for me to work with him and, and figure this out using new tools new processes all this stuff so if you're not the super technical person don't let that intimidate you and keep you from from doing the pax minor thing yeah, great tip. And you mentioned something early on that made me pause for a moment. You said, you know, getting off of Twitter and getting off of Facebook, which I like because, you, you know, it's important to be forward phrasing because that's how we can start to promote to new guys, right? But at the same time, you know, 
we're free because we want to unlock and accelerate new men, right? Mm -hmm. They're free because we're the product. Mm -hmm. uh, so getting off of that platform in order to work internally to get better together, that's, I think that's the benefit of Slack, right? And so to mm -hmm. take it a step further and put a tool in place where you can glean data and then put it to good use for the, for the packs is great. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the word packs miner pops up a lot in Slack, pops mm -hmm. up a lot in the comms channels uh, and the behind the scenes stuff. So what even is, and this is coming from a guy who I feel pretty smart only because I use Google Sheets. So what is PaxMiner? <laughs> um, PaxMiner is a software program and, it, and it's run um, kind of behind the scenes. So it does like an hourly run between 8 a.m. and 10 p.m. It runs every hour and it checks uh, specific channels to see if there are any backblast in there. So how does it know if it's a backblast? Well, the first line of whatever you post has to say backblast in it. And then the title of it, and then, you know, you have your, of course, your account, your packs, and, and your, um, your thing, your video, all, all that goes in there. And it, it runs, it processes on that end, and it saves it to a database. And that data is saved indefinitely. You know, one of the great things about Slack, you know, the communication method, one of the not great things is that after 10,000 messages or so, you start losing stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what we feared um, and expected to happen. We, we were just going to lose this historical data. And it, it's great to be able to go back and look at, at you know, uh, I was now story of somebody. And like we had, um, I was the site queue of a, of a site here in Rock Hill. And I'd like started asking the historians, I'm like, when was this created? You know, I, I'm redoing the shovel flag. I need to get the date on here. And without, you know, some of the Redwoods, it was Italian job specifically that I asked about this. You know, what, what date was it? And, you know, what's the story behind it? And then, you know, digging through like other regions, backblast, other websites, Fort Mill specifically, trying, trying to find this information is cumbersome. Uh, and so to have this, this thing, and it's pretty much, you know, if somebody is willing to, uh, to work with Beaker and get this thing, this thing inbound, it is, it, the, the payoff is, is tremendous. The, the amount of effort that you need to put in versus the payoff you get from it is, is tremendous. No doubt uh ij i'll throw it your way for a hot sec anything you want to dig into just because you, you got tagged it in, in the white hats answer just then yeah so the cool thing about this pax minor deal is you only have to follow a template and it's really simple i mean you just type in certain things and not only does it feed into the backblast channel it also tells you you posted x number of days last month uh you queued x number of workouts last month um, everything is there. And if you get an FNG that pulls in, um, it also does, it'll pull some messages over to Slack or over to Twitter. So if you have something that was said in the Slack channel, if it's tagged a certain way, you're probably hearing little man over here. Oh, we got a guest star. What's up, yeah. Big D? Yeah. Little man's just hanging out. It's a, it's daddy time tonight. It's a, uh, it's just me and, and Mace, uh, Mace, the dog and Davis here. We're hanging out while the ladies go and spend some time at the in-laws house. So, um, so yeah, as it should be, one. brother. As it That's should right. be. That's yeah. right. He's cool. the smart one. So, so yeah, it does. It does a lot of neat stuff. And yeah. the easy part is, I don't have to think about it. I just follow the template, and it goes. So yeah, I'm gonna go back on mute because this little man wants to talk about Daniel Tiger's neighborhood. So you oh, guys get at it. We might have to change episode data. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, I know the things that I've seen floating around out there, white hat, that I've enjoyed. You know pie charts and graphs and who's doing what and who's leading in this way and what opportunities still exist what are we missing mm -hmm. but what are some things that you've enjoyed taking that data and turning it into mm -hmm. and this was pretty shocking to me when when the first month rolled around you know 
I'm sure uh, Dustin's going to go into Bone Thugs and Harmony talking about the first of the month over here. <laughs> but but, but today is the first of the month. And sure enough, uh, PaxMiner uh, starts throwing out all these charts. And for me personally, it throws me a chart with, with my posting over the past four months, you know, for 2022. And it's, 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 it's a bar graph that shows January, February, March, and, and it goes in there. And then we jump over to, uh, to the Backblast channel, specifically where we've got this stuff. And it, it, it threw us a bunch of charts. Uh, here's one year-to-date leaderboard of people who have posted. And, you know, our, our top ones uh, looks to be close to 50. And then you've got 20 people on that leaderboard, you know, leading all the way down. Mm-hmm. And you've also got a monthly leaderboard. And it happens to be the same person leading on both of those. And uh, again, we, we kind of jump back to the more data you can get put in, the better results you're going to get. And so if we could get closer to 100%, you know, and have that full data, because some people will post um, 20 times in a month and only have 15 um, recorded here. And they're, 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 they're a bit salty because they're proud of, you know, the amount of times <laughs> that they could come out and, and do this. And then the queue um, uh, couldn't make it work on their end. Um, but we also get a chart of um, who has queued where. And it, it shows us another chart and there may be 30 people on there, but it lists, um, it's like, Hey, this person is queued here seven times. This person is queued here six times. And uh, it just works down the chart like that. So that's a pretty cool, um, chart. And that's a good payoff for the, the data that you put in, not just to share that and to have that saved historically. And, and yes, after 10,000 messages, they start falling off, but, um, Beaker had me put in a database management uh, viewer. So, so we're just viewing a database. And so mm-hmm. we can go back and pull that data at any time. And our Nantan asked me, you know, what's our, what's our posting average? What's our average packs, um, right. our different AOs. So I was able to go that, uh, go do that. It wasn't a, it was a little bit of a cumbersome process to, uh, to get that data out of there. Just, just the way we, we happen to do things in our region specifically, but mm-hmm. I was able to give him, you know, all 20 something sites and the average attendance at each one for the back blast that were turned in. So uh, I like it as a, as a Strava user, I think about all the things as a paid Strava user, right? Like I get all these readouts of heart rate and effort and, you know, year in review, month in review, all that stuff. And I love the fact that this is just out there waiting to be set up and it mm-hmm. takes 20 ish minutes. Let's mm-hmm. just call it 30 minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest change in a world that hates change is just follow the template. Mm-hmm. Following the template gives you so much stuff. So yep. that's that it. to just, me just is take, compelling. Save the template in your notes section on your yeah. phone and just, you know, plug in the data to the template, you know, and it's some, yeah, some it's, trial it, and error. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I think about it, as somebody who enjoys backblast and, and the, the almost like the metadata that comes out of that, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of personality, at least when I write them and a lot, most guys, when they write them, insert their personality, right? Mm-hmm. So you're giving up a little bit, but get over it because it's not about us, right? Mm-hmm. So follow the template, drop it in, makes it way easier in the long run mm-hmm. and really better serves each region. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's a, here's a dual question. Are there other tools out there that you've seen across F3, such as PaxMiner, that are that are equally beneficial? Mm-hmm. Um and after that, how does a how does a comms queue, how does a data queue, if there is one in a specific region, or just somebody likes chomping up data, right? Mm-hmm. Where do they start? So again, what other tools out there are out there if there are any? And then where does the guy begin? Mm-hmm. So PaxMiner is great because Slack is free and PaxMiner is free, and you know mm-hmm. they they have this version there, and it's just you know how much um, effort are you going to put into it? How much you know what are you going to dedicate to make it work? It's it's on 
you, the, the comms queue and, and subsequently the region to come together and get this data in there in, in a usable format. And I tried not to get people who are, you know, cause some people write back blast and it's, you know, five pages typed in double spaced. And that, that's great for them. But for people that are, you know, you know shorter on time, uh, people that, that, um, that just did their workout and didn't write every detail down. I'm like, you don't, you don't have to write it all down. You, you get your queue, you get your count, you get your location, you get your packs that were there. And, and, and that's really it. Um, that, that is the bare minimum. And, you know, so that our handy charts and graphs that come out are complete, are, are comprehensive, you know, that, that's, that's the thing to do. And so somebody has to take uh, ownership there. And we try to get the site cues to come alongside those who don't do their back blast and, and encourage it, encourage them to do it. And we even have some site cues that will just go ahead and do it for the queue if, if they know that there's not a, a great chance of them doing that, which is, which is tremendous. Um, it's great to see that leadership take over there. Uh, so something we've really stepped up use of, aside from PaxMiner, it's called Zapier. And uh, what it is, you, you know, and we can skip all the, the, the technical APIs and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. my head will yeah. explode. Yeah, yeah, let's just, let's just skip that. So um, Zapier is great because it, it, it is all the API stuff, but it's in a, an easy-to-use format. Now, you just build automations from it. So the way our queue schedule is done, it's on a Google Sheet. And every Monday morning, I go in and process. And when I say process, I mean paste the date, you know, for all the AOs. And once that field is updated, Zapier says, hey, this field's been updated. So it goes in and it creates calendar entries in our Google Calendar. And then every day at noonish, um, it'll come out and release. Um, there's, there's a separate automation for the calendar. So if it sees a calendar entry, then it's going to create something I, th I think it's 12 hours so when the events are created they're they're all day events so 12 hours before that day starts noon our time it kicks it out it says hey your queue tomorrow at this site is going to be so and so and it has the start time and it has a link to the google i'm sorry um to google maps and so they can just click on that link and and, and it'll take them right to it you know we try so to that's keep almost it. like a message push mm -hmm. correct mm -hmm. yep okay that, that, that's what's going on there and the we cool also part have, is, as the dumb guy who doesn't know how all the whizbang awesome stuff works, I just have to log into a Slack channel and look. Okay, where do I where do I want to post tomorrow? Oh, that dude's on queue. Tinker Toys queuing. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. going to the comments, yeah, and I don't have to do anything. And if yeah. I let's say I haven't been to that AO in six months and don't remember exactly where it is, I can click a link and it takes me. It's so simple. Once you join the Slack channel. You don't have to do anything because all this stuff is done behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So it's really cool to have that stuff because otherwise you have to log in somewhere, see who's queuing. You have to figure out, well, I haven't been there before. I don't know exactly where to go. It's four or five different steps. Whereas when all this stuff is pulled into the Slack channel, you know who's on queue, where they're on queue, exactly how to get to that location. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny too. As we're, as I'm listening to you guys talk, I admittedly was somebody who who was anti Slack at first because uh, I was definitely if the shoe fits wear it sort of guy. However, that's counterintuitive to the starf the starfish method of growth, right? So now that F3 Greensboro has has embraced Slack and is moving forward, we've got these guys in place that are doing similar things to what you just rattled off, and and all of a sudden it's a whole different kind of tool. Whereas initially I thought it was just going to divide the comms, mm -hmm. which it does because of guys like me, right? The guy that oh, back in my day, we tweeted. Mm -hmm. So here we are now. 
with an outward facing and an, and an interior facing method of comms, which should be two different methods, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one is advertising, one is support. And mm-hmm. I, I love that there's this, this new, these, well, not just this tool, but multiple tools, it sounds like, that, that guys can embrace as their region grows. Look, if you're a new region and you just want to keep EHN like crazy and that's your main focus, that front-facing stuff is phenomenal and can work very well. I think what's awesome about this conversation is in the stuff, in the parlance of stuff we're trying, be prepared down the road to branch off and have an inward-facing comm system because it's also important for a bevy of different reasons. It's a lot like the Christian walk. I mean, you got to be in the world, but not of the world. And that's what we figured out with Facebook. And um, I was really gung-ho as the person setting up the workspace. It's like, yeah, I can't wait to ditch Facebook forever. That's not the reality. Um, And I was surprised at how many people were were, were just, no, I don't want to join Slack. You know, I have five other social medias that I check all the time and I don't need another one. Um, right, and, right. And, and so it's like we were reaching into one world and 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 abandoning the old one. It's like we can't we can't do that. We can't just yeah. leave our people out here hanging. Um, so what this Zapier, another automation, is when you tag at F3 Rock Hill in a post in Slack, it automatically sends it out to, to Twitter and Facebook. So it generates those as well. So we have a method for still communicating to those while staying on the Slack platform at the same time. These are the ways that we ensure Skynet don't attack us, right? We we own them from the front side, and they won't they won't retaliate on the back side, ideally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so, as new regions, newer regions start to put their toe in the inward facing comms stream, what are a couple of best practices as they you know what makes this worth trying? Mm-hmm. Leadership buy in is probably the, the number one there. Um, and, and, and it's very similar to everything else with F3. The more you talk it up, the more you get it out there, the more you generate excitement, the more you get people involved and invested in it, the better it's going to do. Like if I just uh, rolled out and said, yeah, we're going to roll out Slack next week, you know, you'll get email invitations or whatever. You know, you know what, you're not, that's not generating excitement, you know? And, and you, you, the, you the usual at, response is, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Look at the time. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's kind of the same way here. The, the best workouts I've ever been to were ones that were talked up way in advance um, by the site queue and the queue themselves and got everybody excited. And, and um, like a quick commercial here on May the 4th, Star Wars Day, I'm on queue here and, and I'm doing Star Wars trivia, you know, after my boy Italian job. So, so I've been talking that up for months and just getting people excited to, to kind of take part in stuff. It's the same way with Slack or with whatever you decide to do. You, yep. you got to talk it up. You got to get leadership invested. You got to get buy-in from your leaders. So definitely starting with the SLT. Uh, let's assume mm-hmm. every region has one. And we know that not everyone does yet, but yeah, uh, leadership buy-in from the top down that were, well, our region has no down, right? It's all up. So <laughs> from the guys who are silly enough to have missed a meeting and then get ball and told that they're on an SLT, mm-hmm. uh, make sure that they're supporting them. The guy that, you know, at the end of the day, we're talking the uh, the dancing idiot, right? Somebody has an idea who's going to follow that guy and be second. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the most important guy. So mm-hmm. perfect. Uh, before I move forward, IJ, I don't want to keep uh, taking you away from Daniel Tiger. But uh, <laughs> at the same time, I know I know you've got things rattling through your head, too. Yeah, you know, he nailed it when he says that that buy in. But realizing as as the leaders in the region, not everybody's going to buy in and that's OK. Um, so it might be 
incumbent upon you as the comms guy to have multiple streams. You know, the Rock Region still has a Facebook page, and some of the guys strictly use the Facebook page. Now, a lot of the other guys, when I post a backblast, I'm going to post it both places just mm-hmm. because I want people to know who was there and that they put in the work. And I'm going to do a, a video name Um, So you might get frustrated as the comms guy, as the guy who's behind the scenes, as you're thinking, I built this awesome tool and you're not using it. But just keep in mind, it's nothing personal. Some guys mm-hmm. just don't want another thing. Um, mm-hmm. So don't take it personally if, if some guys don't join over to the other comms but the neat thing that when you build in all these pieces it it takes all the work out of the the guys like me and you tommy boy who don't know how it works we just know if i follow the template it's going to go where it needs to go but as a comms person just don't be upset if some of the guys don't follow yeah and it it keeps going back to that it's not about you right Mm -hmm. so you have an opportunity to feed the bigger machine. Uh, and in this instance, the machine is a great thing because it's, it's again, accelerating, uh, unlocking and accelerating guys. Uh, think of it as Facebook and Twitter are great because look, if you want to reach out and get a great news story, like the ones we've seen pop up across F3 Nation, uh, the first thing that, that any good reporter is going to do is see who the heck you are. Not just because of your email, they're going to go and mm-hmm. see if you have an online presence, what's even on there. Uh and let's be honest, if, if it's a picture of an American flag and a shovel and a bunch of guys dressed in black doing push-ups in the dark, it's not going to have the best front facing unless mm-hmm. they have context of why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. So promote all the cool stuff you guys are doing, right? Promote the service projects, the mission work, the fellowship, the this is how we're combating male depression this is how we're uniting men to build better men and counteracting and and disrupting the status quo so do that on facebook and twitter and then know that this is a phenomenal tool to make sure that every guy who touches and comes up against f3 blank region uh that they have access to all sorts of ways to accelerate and become the next white hat and lose 107 pounds or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, be a better husband, better dad, so on and so forth. And, and the data can, you know, again, if it's meaningful, it should be measurable. Uh, white hat, I can go on all day because this stuff really does fire me up. I, I, I don't know what it means, but I love the data. <laughs> uh, so before we say uh, thank you and goodbye, is there anything we haven't covered or is there a resource or a person that a guy whose interest is peaked mm-hmm should chase and pursue mm-hmm. or connect with. Yeah. Hit up uh, beaker on the nation Slack. that that's how I got connected with him. Um, we had a, a, a three-way chat with, with me, him and our Nantan and, and got this figured out in a surprisingly quick fashion. Um, and, and it's, it's most definitely top of the list of things we're trying because it's a little bit of investment and at a tremendous amount of payoff. Um, yep. something else I would throw in here is to have like a pilot group. If you're going to Slack, like we started out with our with our senior leadership team and then expanded it to site use. So that was 20 something people who were in and using it and using PaxMiner and uh, the different automations and stuff and to kind of work out the kinks before you roll it out to everybody. And um, once you get it rolled out to everybody, make sure it's out there. Make sure it's in the newsletter. It's on your Facebook page. It's on your Twitter so that anybody and everybody who finds your region know that they can jump on your Slack as well. Yeah, I love that idea of start small, you know, fail small so that you can be successful big, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got the, the tool set is is currently on the stuffwe'retrying.com website. We're about to do a big reboot with a lot of great intel that other regions have sent to us. So that'll be out there on stuffwe'retrying.com. 
fellows, if you're listening, when that happens, we will then have an official link on f3nation.com because uh, we too are failing small so that we can be successful on a big scale, on a grand scale. Um, as always, follow us on Twitter at, F, at, at SWTF3. Um, White Hat, can't say thanks enough. IJ, thanks for introducing all of us. Uh, I just realized too, in, in my infinite wisdom, did not plan a challenge worth trying. Uh, but if either of you want to throw something out there, otherwise, I, I have an idea, but it's probably not as great as what you guys might be thinking of. So is there a challenge worth trying this week? I'll toss it to White Hat. If not, I've got something. White Hat, do you have anything you can think of? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so this this came to me from GORUCK um, coming at the end of the last year and um, kind of feeling down on myself and not posting as much as I wanted to. And this thing comes in from, from GORUCK. I get their emails on a, a weekly basis. It's mostly here buyer stuff. But this was an event. It, it was the seven-day functions check. Anytime in January, you um, would get together. You do group workouts uh, with guys. You had to do at least four. You had to ruck at least 25 miles within a week. No social media, you know, that was, that was pers- for personal reasons. You know, I had to make an exception for, for work stuff and, and F3 stuff. Uh, but none of that stuff, uh, clean up your diet a little bit. So go look into the seven day functions check and just get a bunch of guys and just do it. It was, it was really great to cut out TV, video games, social media and stuff, and just kind of have a, just kind of hit that soft reset button on us for the year and got to start it off in a good place. So the, the seven day functions check, go, go uh, give that a look. I dig it. That's excellent. Cause we were just talking about inward facing and outward facing. So it's time to invest right. a little bit in inward. Well done. Italian job. Thanks for introducing me to White Hat. White Hat, thanks for having the audacity to say yes to being on the SWT podcast. Absolutely, man. Appreciate I'm a regular you. combination of the face and voice for radio. So that's right. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the opportunity, hey. guys. Thanks so much. Well, <laughs> thanks for joining us, White Hat, and best of luck at your half marathon next weekend. Yes, sir. A week from tomorrow. Outstanding. Yep. 30 year in a well, row. I'll, be, I'll ping you on that. I'll ping you on May the 4th and, and heckle you with some Star Wars trivia myself. Yeah, man. Let's uh, do it. Because I'm of the I'm of the school of thought that perhaps Jar Jar Binks was the strongest Jedi that we don't know existed. Um, so. Jar Jar Binks was in fact a Sith Lord. All right, yeah. If you really think about it, yeah. That that well, good yep. point. Yep. Shots fired. Yep. All right. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have have Ollie's stores, but my wife rolled up into Ollie's and got me the the Star Wars trivia book. Look how thick that sucker is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, right. so I tap so, out. Tap it so, out right yeah. now. This, I'm this done. May, this May the fourth cue was her idea. You know. <laughs> get, get you you just the won the internet. One. <laughs> it happened somebody's got to win it today fantastic yep thanks All right, a lot, fellas guys. appreciate thanks you. Enjoyed the conversation. It, guys. i love it uh gentlemen out in the uh, f3 nation as always dominate the day fellas i love you and looking forward to talking to you soon love you man take it easy guys, you guys. Bye.